Hello. Hello. Welcome to Gen Z Meets World podcast. I am Aisha. I'm Ahmed, and today we'll be talking about homeschooling. Homeschooling, which is <laughs> <laughs> we have like we always mentioned, we homeschool. Um, yeah, we we've, we've I think yeah yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's a well established known fact that we homeschool. Except if this is your first episode, which hi. Okay, anyway. <laughs> but we, I guess first of all, we could lay down like the differences between homeschool and the opposite, or like the general opposite of homeschooling, which, which would is be formal, formal schooling. schooling. Yeah. So, so by definition, homeschool would usually be uh, defined like uh, Cambridge says it's something like uh, the teaching of uh, children at home or once children at home. And I think some of the like most dictionary would say like teaching of children at home, mm. and usually there are there are two different uh, common conceptions on like what is homeschool. One is that anything but formal schooling. So if you go to tuitions for schooling, like ASIO academic studying, etc., then it's homeschooling. homeschooling. If you go to these, there are, there are these institutions where they have like no, it's a it's not an institute. So like there are these things which people make where they have like it's not a private school, but it is like a private property where they hold classes and they hold they have uniforms and etc. But they do it at a home and then they call it homeschooling. Homeschool. And people come to go to that, but it's not a school. And I'm not sure exactly how is it differed from proper schooling. And I'm not sure if it still can be considered as homeschooling. Because I think one of the prime aspects of homeschooling is the inclusion of parents yeah, in the education. Family yeah, family. Like, yeah. you know, the, 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 the institution the of the house. Uh, yeah, yeah, the household, yeah. yes. So, I mean, definitely for us, for me, usually when I am referring to homeschooling, I would be referring to like the home teaching, the yeah. one where either parents or guardians, like the household, teaches the children. Even if they have like tutors who come to the whole to the home to to the house to come to, home. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, like who are there? Even if they have tutors who help the children learn, or they send the children to tuitions, there is that um, par- the parent or guardian or household aspect is still there. Yeah. You know, there's still that learning at home is but I think that's how you usually refer to when it's homeschooling and formal schooling is obviously it's obviously yeah. yeah so yeah so first of all why do we homeschool that's okay one of the first questions people often ask you know homeschool why do you homeschool that's actually the second question the first question we'll talk about it later but first of all why do you homeschool um, I'm actually not clear about that myself because the thing is that you know you, I, I don't think our parents exactly told us specifically this yeah. is because we, the things we did not ask. Yeah, we to never begin asked. With. I so, think we've always like whenever when, when when the idea came, we've always been like, yeah, that sounds yeah, like a good sounds, idea. Yeah. Sure, let's go. <laughs> Just so nothing we've in life. Never asked them to explain mm. specifically why. So, gen- but generally based on like um, seeing what they reply to other okay. people asking them yeah it's hard to say as well because the answer yeah yeah the answer often differs from people to people yeah so you're not sure like which of that is the exact answer of like, it could why. be all of them yeah that's true and then they just like sort yeah. of like which one that fits the situation or yeah. which one that comes to your head yeah at that time or maybe they're just like oh my god why do you ask so much questions <laughs> <laughs> but as a timeline like a guide uh, for like you know because I feel like we might be referring to this and it'd be confusing um, our f- the first bu- we ha- there's four of us the first person who was homeschooled was our eldest sister we weren't homeschooled at the same time our eldest sister was homeschooled first uh, she was home she- her last year was the sixth year then she was homeschooled um, and then after that it was me and our other sister okay. Anissa who I was at that time, my last year was my fifth year, and Anissa, her last year was her third year. And then you never went to school because you were supposed to go to school the year after that. Yeah. Like, uh, I think fifth year means by sixth year, you weren't going to school yeah, yet. Yeah, I was supposed to go to school the in year 2009. The after that, yeah. But you, the last year that you went to school was 2008. Yeah. So no, you were supposed to go to school 2010. You were born three. Yes. 2003, yeah. Uh, 
I I yeah. forgot it's seven, not yeah, six. No, no, I, yeah. I get that mixed up. Yeah. Um, yeah so you're so, supposed yeah, to go to school, school in ten, ten, but you didn't. Yeah. Because we were like the three of us were with the homeschool. They're like, you know, why would you send this one random child? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So um, I think probably. By that sense, you know, probably why you were homeschooled is because everyone else is yeah. homeschooled already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's. <laughs> but then why they started homeschooling, our elder sister, I think it was because they were trying... Our parents have always been very serious about looking for the best education yes. to their standards of expectation. Is, um, our, father, our parents uh, really feel that education is really very, important yeah. for like, the whole um, concept, not just, you know, academic education, but yeah. like... The educating yeah. of a person, yeah. the being, <laughs> <laughs> the building of the person's character, character and um, personality and emotion and worldview and etc. Yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, anything that's not automated by your own body through you know eating yeah. and growing and stuff. But then even that is somewhat. Yeah, influenced. yeah, yeah. But like you know, uh, this, what this, if this, that is still a concern? <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so. Our father, um, specifically, I remember, um, was like sorry. Our parents, uh, were trying to find like a suitable secondary school because like our eldest sister, sixth year. Then after that, you know, you move to your secondary education. Yeah. So they were trying to find a suitable secondary school. They couldn't, or at least they couldn't find any that um suits the uh like satisfy them. And then the principal or headmaster. A headmistress, it's a female. She, it's not it. Um, suggested to our parents that they should try homeschooling, because they were saying that because the she wasn't okay. Our parents once sent our elder sister to the school, but then after that they moved it to a different school, and then they wanted to move back to that school, school A. Was our sister's school first school? Yeah. Yeah. Then she moved to school B. Then one day she was going to move back to school A, but the person, the headmistress or the principal—I can't remember her position—of school A was saying that she doesn't think it's a wise idea because there had been changes that has been going on in the school, like change of ownership, etc. And she was actually not very happy with the environment the children were growing up in. She was quite worried. And so she said that because it would be a shame for our elder sister who she believed to hold so much promise to go to that school and lose that promise, you know, sort of like. Yeah. So she said, why don't you guys homeschool? And then our mother is like, homeschool? What is that? <laughs> no, no. So I'm seeing it at, you know, homeschool is... <laughs> But no, they, you know, yeah, they, they had this they discussion. Had yeah. And then our parents like, all right, let's try homeschooling. So our elder sister was homeschooled. So that was our elder sister. And then I was still schooling then because, you know, that was just, that was supposed to be a temporary measure while they couldn't find a secondary school. But then eventually um, they asked when, 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 after I finished my fifth year, for one reason or another, I do not know. They probably had a very intense and serious conversation about it. But then they, one day, my our father asked me if, like at the end of my fifth year, he asked me, do you want to still go to school or do you want to be homeschooled like our eldest sister? And I remember then I was facing a few problems with schooling. Mm, mostly... Uh, there were a few things that were bothering me, but then mostly one was I was feeling very upset with the school environment mm. because I witnessed a lot of bullying and uh, abuse, even if it's not physical abuse, you know, like mental abuse to like children, like not just like teachers to children, because that's often the thing people think about. But then even, you know, like children with children, children to, more, to more, teachers, more, just more the whole often, environment. In your case, it's more often children to children. From what I hear, at least. Well, that was definitely the thing that I was, like, yeah, most yeah. aware of yeah. back then. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's just that the environment didn't feel like a cool place for kids to grow up in. And I was this very passionate um, looking to the world and seeing, like, this shouldn't be the ideal situation. And so we should take these actions. But no one was interested in taking those actions. And I'm like telling these people like we should be doing this. They're like looking at me like, you know, I'm telling my classmates. <laughs> and they're like, I was like, what, two? Like not two, like age, yeah, you know, yeah, year, two, year two, second year. And they're like, you know. That's eight. 
uh, yeah, basically. eight. I was eight. So they're like, and I'm like, who should be like? I'm like, you know, having these campaign ideas of like, you know, like okay, ways that we can eradicate this problem, but no one is on board. And I'm like, yeah, maybe they're too young to understand this. And I try to bring them up to like, you know, older students. They're like <laughs> cute and kid, you know. And it was like, it was making me very frustrated. So um, I was also lacking in my falling behind in my studies mm. because. Um, you know sometimes when you okay i sometimes i don't like saying it this way because it makes me sound like a snob and like a nerd and well i don't mind being a nerd like a snob like someone who's like and very like oh you think you're so great (laughs) back then i was like ahead of my curriculum curricula you know like i finished i completed the whole syllabus like by april Mm. Most of the time, I'm just like finishing my work too early, and then so I spend most of the year being bored, because I love learning. I passionately love learning. Like academic pursuit was like my life goal back then, but then I ha I can't. I can't pursue it. I have to just sit here. I don't mind. To be honest, I didn't mind learning the same thing again and again because sometimes I, I always believe that you learn new perspectives. Yeah. But then I am sometimes forced to do the same work again and again. And I want to learn, like sometimes I see something new, I'm like, oh, can you do this? But then I can't do it, you know, and that restriction eventually gets very frustrating. And so eventually I just lose interest in doing the test because I'm like, I can do that. Why do I need to do mm. this test thing? However, when I get bad scores or scores I didn't deem myself worthy of at least you know I'm like why do I get the score I'm not supposed to you know but so all of that was like making me very frustrated and just overwhelmed in general I think by then I was feeling very 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 overwhelmed by the many things that was like you know going on and etc and I'm like yeah let's homeschool you know and I found it's like which probably means that they already made the decision to homeschool us they're just like testing like would you make the right decision child you are good <laughs> but you know that was why we that was like when, why uh, the our perspective then that was what we saw of why we were homeschool now with the hindsight of like looking back and the perspective we have now we believe most probably our parents homeschooled us because they were thinking of a they couldn't they wanted to make sure that we grew up in a good environment for children to grow yeah. up in and b it was probably because they wanted to give us uh to their uh, to their standards a more holistic education which means that it isn't just a focused on the academics but also on other stuff and also b not just focus on certain subjects but also other stuff and then c also not limited to a certain age defined level mm, of education yeah. Because national syllabus, syllabi, syllabuses, plural I syllabus. Think, I think syllabus is like already plural. plural. Ah, what singular like, syllable? No, no, like, like <laughs> oh, there's no plural like, there's no, word for yeah, it. Yeah, there's a plural okay, word. Okay, I National syllabus. Like not just local national syllabus. Yeah, you know, like national syllabus, syllabus in general. Yeah. have that um, each defined national syllabus in brackets s. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so yeah, that was probably why we were homeschool. Probably we still do not know the definite answer, but probably. Um, but uh, so, um, how would you say we were homeschooled? Like method? Or yeah, method. Um, in my case specifically, I think it started with a very similar s- concept as um, formal schooling. Formal schooling. So I would be studying and my mom would be teaching me. Yeah, because our, our, mm. our mother would be the one teaching. Yeah. Um, she's, she, she teaches like all... Uh, like she's the one who's like hands-on there teaching us everything. Yeah. yeah. So um, she's the one who would be teaching me and uh, it would be like... She would start to tell me, but okay, mm-hmm. the subject's like this, you have this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Um, explaining what's being taught in the mm-hmm. book. And then after that, I will be doing exercises yeah. and then she will be marking them. Yeah. And then, you know, so eventually uh, she would let me read on my own uh-huh. if I'm not, if I do not understand certain yeah. things I will then ask can, her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I will do the uh, exercises and then she will mark them. Mm-hmm. And eventually I will mark my own yeah. exercises because I could 
uh, already already refer. you know, refer or like the, more like she trusts you to try first before referring yeah, yeah. to the answer because so, sometimes you're like you do not want to answer this question looks at answer sheet copies yeah. <laughs> so um, you know eventually it becomes more and more independent mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah uh, I think it, I cannot remember it's kind of point properly which year was it yeah but eventually it became like really almost non-schooling yeah. even yeah yeah that's the thing i think because they never had a background study or research or whatever you know exposure to homeschooling so they weren't really sure like our parents weren't yeah. really sure what to do and our father was like ah you do the stuff you should be good at it to our mother so our mother had to do everything um, but then, so I think initially she tried to do like a formal education style studying. Because that's where, the base that we could yeah. see and we could you so know, follow. So where we follow the um, national syllabus, we get the reference books and the textbooks and activity books, we do the exercises. The only difference is that um, for us, like for me, what, because I was older, I, it's like she almost never marked my work. I would mark them on my own, except on like more subjective questions. Yeah. As in, you know. Yeah, I mean, eventually when I I, I did um, subjective questions, I she still no no them. not like subjective question as in like subjective question like more subjective question like right. there's no objective yes no correct wrong right you know okay yeah like English works you know right yeah yeah so um, those she would still mark them. I mean English works will be pretty hard for us to yeah exactly do you know they're subjective if if, if we we could. Do it on our own, then yeah. we will get full marks because <laughs> yeah. we won't. Be- <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So that was like initially the method. The only difference is that a we had this our okay okay no no. The only difference is that two things. One, we don't have like a strict timetable, uh, that we had to adhere to. She did give like general rule. She tells us to make our own timetable if we want to. I did because I needed routine. But then there isn't like, you know, a very strict 9 o'clock in 9 o'clock, uh, 10 o'clock out. You know, like I, you, you, like she was like, it's up to you. As long as you get this much work done. Yeah. A. B. If we um, finish something quicker or take a longer time to do something, we could. Like we could study at our own pace. Like we, it doesn't have to be this speed. Or that speed, you yeah. know, it's not. It's not just a matter of being able to advance quicker, but it's also you can take a longer time on a subject, is which is harder for which you. Other, yeah. yeah, so you could piece it. But I think event because the thing is that because it was just like mostly experiments and seeing what works, so eventually they were like seeing that you don't actually need that very strict formal education style learning. So first of all our mother realized that there is one problem that people often face when they advance in their education where after being for so long having such close contact or like sort of like uh what do you call that guidance from teachers when they go to university they often have a problem because there's like they need to learn to discipline themselves yeah. And also to, in a way, do their own research. Yeah, work, work on things on their own. Yeah, which is a sudden shift for a lot of people. Because it's directly from, you know, you from the last year at school. Everything's still, enforced everything on is you. Still, everything is still the same as the first yeah. year of school. Yeah. And then the first year of university, university is just the s- it's already different. the same as, you know, the last year of yeah. university. You know, it, yeah. Everything is... Yeah. To a different level. So there's such a drastic change. So people often like fall back during that moment where they're like, oh, they don't know how to do this thing. So our mother really wanted to make sure that we know how to discipline ourselves. We know how to motivate ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so she like let go a little, but monitor our Yeah, she still monitors even till the end. Yeah. Um, Like even right now that, you know, we're we're done with the school part of... Schooling. Yeah. She still monitors, yeah. So um, that was like her idea was that so that if we first of all, if we can immediately do it, then cool. Yeah, you know we're cool. But if we fall back, if we you know couldn't catch up and we re- at least we would fall back now and Rather. realize it now, 
when it's not so dire rather than falling back to your university, university. So. because right now at least we could, we have the time to break sort of like catch up catch up yeah so yeah uh, that was I think that was like the f- initial shift mm-hmm. in like her style of teaching and then eventually we um our our father was like being in getting like he would no longer worked in a formal we were all no longer formally involved like he was no longer having a formal work <laughs> okay he he he's he like retired early from his formal work <laughs> so he started to focus a lot more in like volunteer works and activism and research you know like of more yeah, freelance yeah. kind of like work so he was also including us in them you know like we mentioned in the previous episode like if he uh had like you know certain like say for example he has this event like a charitable event or an, you know etc like etc yeah. yeah we would be included as like either initially he just like brought us into like just listen and yeah, listen to participate the, uh, like that you know but then eventually he'd have us take part in, in like the organizing in organizing like the not, event, not yes. the organizing yeah, organizing like, uh, what do you call stuff it? managing Manage, it um, yeah. managing the event yeah Yeah, managing. Yeah, yeah. yeah managing. Yeah, event yeah managing the event. But even even managing, it's not not the managing like. Okay, yeah. This is man. We're um, like this. The the workers. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's still yeah, managing. Yeah, yeah, but like, I feel not like, the manager. Yeah, not the not the that man. not the top yeah. managing. Yeah. The the, the, the lower, little yeah. little little feet doing stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, what was the point? Oh yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> so when we are the more include the more we are included, like the more of those works we're included in. The more, the less uh, time we have for like proper routine studies. Yeah. Also, our parents discovered that we, if we, when we homeschool, we can go to places during weekdays, and it's not as you know packed. So we go to uh, do our groceries on the weekdays. We go if we have a family trip, we do them on weekdays. So that kind of like messes up the whole routine yeah. thing because you know there's no strict Monday you do it or Wednesday you do it. So we couldn't have like proper timetables. So we start to just learn when we have the time. Otherwise, we do these other bunch of stuff. Yeah, a bit of a mess for me, admittedly, because I had a bit of a problem with that. It's definitely that a mess for me that I did not realize then, <laughs> and eventually I noticed that I should have managed it. Better. better yeah because when there's nothing that's i guess that we could see that that's a bit of a disadvantage disadvantage because if you do not manage it like mm. i think what you what i the biggest thing i've learned is that just because you have the flexibility doesn't mean doesn't mean that you should leave it flexible yeah it should be flexible sorry it should be flexible but you should not be <laughs> um just because there's a flexibility doesn't mean you have to the, not be so Strict. Not put any sort of guideline. Yeah. 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 So you have the guideline, but the guideline is flexible. Mm. In my case, it's flexible and mm. zero, little yeah. to zero guidelines. So yeah. it was, you know, it, you're just floating. Yeah. So mm. there should be a sort of a guideline that you could, you mm-hmm. know, when, even when you're floating, you're floating yeah. on the guideline rather than. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was a good analogy. <laughs> so um, yeah. That was uh, the, like I think that was like the evolution of our homeschool. Yeah, and then eventually we just like are a lot more included. Eventually, most of our life is the work aspect. Yeah, that which in a way is still learning. Yeah, but then it's just not schooling. Of, yeah, and not and a lot of times not the school syllabus. Mm, mm. A lot of what we learn are definitely not like. School stuff. School stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, um, yeah, that was like, as we got like more involved in all those, then, you know, we like have less time, then less focus, and then we just eventually, we realized that, it's sort of like, I think that like, they realized that there's a lot to learning, mm-hmm. and so we learned the many aspects of learning too. But yeah, um, I think that's in a, in a nutshell how we homeschool. We homeschool. Yeah. yeah. So, some of the questions that's like often asked when people ask us uh, no they find out that we are homeschooling oh, right um there are two questions questions that they often ask one is like um how is it that which is kind of related to the thing that i was talking about just now about like the motivation to study the independence you know they often like how do you have the motivation to study without having a 
like this syllabus, this test to look forward to because the test sort of like keeps you, you need to study this now. This go for, mm. by this point we need to study mm. all of this. Mm. By this point we need to study so all of this. So how can yeah. you study without having that deadline? You mm. know, that, 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 that test thing. B, how can you study without having sort of like not just peer motivation yeah, peer motivation in the sense of both. One is like having like study friends who studying the same thing as you are. Another is having competition. Competition seemingly is a very large part in motivating a person to study, at least from the teachers who have asked us this question, you know. So, like, there is that need for like that external encouragement, you know. Um, however, what I think really helps us, A, is that tactic that our mother came up with when she realizes that it would be a problem if we do not have external encouragement and so she puts us in a situation where we don't have any external encouragement and we realize that we are falling back and thus we make that internal encouragement and she's there to guide us you know like she leaves us for a moment we realize we fall back then she like you know it's like the best way of learning you, you fall first. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't because know you how happy de- you can be unless you feel so sad. Because you're in the desperate condition mm-hmm. where, you know, you really need to work on that. In certain ways, that can be like a dark story, like, you know, like Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> but but no, you know, in this case, it's just literally. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like, realizing the importance, like, she was making yeah. us realize the importance, the importance of independence. Of, yeah. yeah. So... But then also, the thing is, perhaps we needed encouragement to have like strict study learning, but we have never been demotivated to learn. I think we have been, uh, our parents were very um, cautious about making sure that we are exposed to learning And we learn to learn... Sorry, that's too confusing. We learn... They make sure that we learn... They make sure that we feel that learning is fun. Yeah. Learning is enjoyment, enjoyment, you know. They try to integrate learning in every aspect of our life. In our leisure activities, they try to make it, you know, as educational as possible. So thus, learning becomes a joy. And so you just want to learn. You get frustrated when you're not learning anything. And in fact, that was the reason why we were getting bored at school because we were not learning, you know. Because, so, um, not we. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. Like we, as in me and our yeah. other sister. Yeah. In- inclusive we. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> uh, <no>, exclusive, <laughs> exclusive we. So, yeah. I think the fact that you need a test to be motivated to learn and also peer motivation it doesn't just speak about disciplines, but it also speaks about the reason why you are yeah. learning. You know, you, the 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 yeah the reason. Hmm. Yeah, learning should be part of life. I can't find the right. The, the, there's another word that I wanted to use, but I can't. Remember. No, that's right. <laughs> we should have one episode on learning. Yeah. Yeah, where we go in depth into that. But yeah, basically, how did they do it? I think two things. Well, how do how do we? Oh. How are we able to uh. do it? I think there were two things. One is that our mother didn't realize that that was going to be a problem. Thus, she did things like let us learn how important it is to have that internal encouragement. And so, when we, when we, when you realize you need how important it is, you are more motivated to do it. You know, more you can be just oh man, life, what to do. But then you know, like yeah. chances are you'd be You'll more. Be more- like desperate to mm-hmm. to 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 actually build on it you know and most of the time it's about willpower so you know you have more will you have a stronger will to do it a b also because of the way our parents brought us up since we were a baby we have been taught how fun learning is and we haven't been demotivated to learn, to learn. so we just kept on learning and it's fun you know it's part of life yeah and if you for now you're thinking like oh that's not cool I didn't have a good upbringing like that I want to find learning motivational too well just find it like you know learning is fine <laughs> okay but the, another question that people often ask which actually is the number one question that people ask which is not even a question it's just a skepticism it's a conception it is already a thing that they're like label you 
once they know that you are homeschool, homeschool. is how do you have social skills? Don't you have no social skills? <laughs> <laughs> it's either it's either they look at us and like, oh, this child does not have social skills then because they're homeschooled. Or they're like, how are you sociable? You're not supposed to be in your homeschool. <laughs> you know? Um, and I think the misconception comes from the idea that when you're homeschooled, you do not have that, that peer... peer uh, the, you know, school friends, yeah. simply but Peer environment. Yeah. So, because, you know, when you're at school, you'll have people of your peers mm-hmm. all around you all the mm-hmm. time. Learning together and, yeah. you know, talking together at lunch. Yeah. All those things. Well, one of the things, and also like doing school works, like yeah, group yeah, works yeah. and etc. One of the things that I often realize um, is that actually though, when you go to school, there's like a few things of course, you know, but then like one of the things is that when you go to school, you can actually choose the people who you want to be sociable with. And so you don't, you do in some ways learn a lot of social skills, undeniably. And it's probably non uncom like there's it's probably no difference yeah. in the first place. But the thing is, when you are living in your home, you are in some ways forced to be Have sociable a, yeah. with the people, people that in- are just there, and you can't choose. We you can choose, but then you know you're not. You know it's, when you've been living for like so long, you end up not choosing who to be sociable yeah. with. You know, so so it, it goes back to the point of like um, no, uh, it it brings you um, I would say like more uh, tolerance, so to speak, not tolerance, but like mm, not the ability to be able to um, work around even if the person. Yeah, it's not exactly fully your type. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because in that is though, if your family, if is your not family your, yeah. is your type, but you know, if yeah. there, there are some families where people just yeah. click on with each other yeah, yeah. very easily, yeah. so that so, th- don't be a problem there. <laughs> so um, there is this study by. It's an institution on like education in the United States, I think, and so the sample is like United States children. American children, uh, or like, yeah, yeah, you know, like people of that nationality. Uh, so they study like the differences between the social skills of like formal school children and also homeschool children. And the results did come that there wasn't any difference between these two. And in fact, there are some homeschool children who have higher social skills. And chances are, the reason behind that, because they also studied um, sort of like, the tendency to be involved in civic work and also like how involved you are in civic work, you know, like the tendency as a tendency after that, after you finish schooling and also like then. The the then, there wasn't much difference, but the chances, the tendency for you to be involved in civic work, it was higher for the homeschooled children, which means that chances are the homeschooled children are more exposed to either they are more motivated, they realise uh, their civic responsibility because of however environment they grow up in or they are exposed to civic works a lot more than yeah. you know, school children are. And in our case specifically, because of the whole, you know, v- uh, works that we've been doing and going around with our father, we do, we are exposed to those. And so we, those are our social environment that we learn to socialise in, you know. We do get different skill sets, I'd say. Because the thing is that with school, formal school, you tend to learn how to socialize with your peer group and mm-hmm. this authority. And that's it. Yeah. You know, there is no... The students pe- and the teachers. Yeah, the, the peers, the peers and, and the, the authority. authority. There is, like, you don't even interact with your seniors as much, you know? There's that segregation. Mm-hmm. So, whereas for us, we don't have that, you know? And I guess that it doesn't really pose a problem in a normal situation, in a standard, typical uh-huh. situation, because even if you, you know, work yeah. in an office, yeah. you have your peers, which are yeah. your, you know, yeah. friends in the, yeah. in the office, in the same office, and then the authority, mm-hmm. which, you know, yeah. it's basically the same, yeah. a very similar However, concept yeah. to school. Definitely. Social. However, there are two sides to that. 
One is that perhaps then that skill is not that needed, you know, the yeah, homeschool yeah. skill. However, it is also true that homeschool children would have that additional skill, which is cool. By the you time know? They, they come out of school yeah. age. Yeah, they have that skill. So that's cool. But B, what if in the first place that is the reason why that segregation happens in the workplace and in life in general? Because you are because trained, you are trained to conditioned do, yeah. to live that way. And so that's why it is hard for employees and employers to be on the same level you know to relate in the first yeah. place sometimes. or even workplace people for the juniors and the seniors really yeah or in a wider sense generation gaps in, um, what if that's the reason why generation was, gaps yeah, exist you know because it and in a, in a more wider sense like society in general yeah in, in society yeah, yeah, you yeah. know like does that generation gap no no not, not oh. just generation but uh-huh. like people of different, different fields, fields yeah, and different that's also true. places okay hold a second yeah. let's finish the generation, right, generation gap yeah. Yeah. so in that generation gap because you don't often mix with people of a different you know out of your peer group so you have like you're a bit co- more confused of how to interact with these other people either that or you just see them as alien yeah so you just do not interact and so that that there or so you that interact gap happens as an alien yes and so that gap happens and then society is divided you know even in families you know with like i think we mentioned this one in the previous episode where there's like that sibling gap thing Mm -hmm. because of the age difference because you know there is that because you grow up in that environment where you grow up with people of your age so it's harder for you to interact with people not your age age. or you do not see because you do not see it yes because you do not see the perspective so it's harder for you to understand now on the field side that may also be because of like the application of things like societies uh what do you call that like subject streams yeah yeah you know, streams. so what if that's also you know like part of the thing so yeah that's interesting there's a whole other uh wormhole i mean in fact even included in that is the idea the concept of prestige that mm. formal education because like there is this the, that 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 concept is is born out of that idea that formal education is like more credible than uh, non formal non formal education, and in some ways it instills uh and what do you call um how do you call that like a a conception it instills that respect for prestige. Or exclusivity. Yeah. Exclusive. What is exclusive is more pr- credible. What is prestige is more credible. Being part of the Mensa Institute is smarter. Being part of this so- school society is smarter. Being in this university is smarter. You know? And that just... You were saying something? No. No, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And that just um kind of like goes into how society ends up looking into the world. Which, to be honest, for me, is a little bit problematic. You know? It is. It's. It's basically like if you were to like take, you have many. Let's just pick, mm-hmm. take apples, mm-hmm. and you put the higher quality ones in a certain basket, but mm-hmm. you accidentally leave out some of the uh, mm-hmm. higher quality ones. Mm-hmm. They're still high quality. It's just that they're not sitting in the same yeah. basket. Or, or in the higher quality basket, you one ac- apple you like accidentally place that one instead of the that one. Or. Someone wants to put this. Do you just you like to you want to put this yeah, apple? Yeah, because this apple is very red, even though it's yeah, it's not, not that of a high quality. Yeah. But when people is in in that person, people just believe that it is a high yeah. quality. So it's basically, or like the apple bribed its way into the basket. <laughs> but you know, I mean, yeah, if if the apple can bribe its yeah, way into the know? basket, yeah. So, but then, yeah, that that definitely delivers. That is, I I'd say, I say, I mean. Formal schooling is not like all that, you know, not just like all the bad effects. That's the problem with the debate of homeschooling versus formal schooling. Wait, did I say homeschool or formal schooling? I meant to say formal schooling. Formal schooling is not all negative, you know, like yeah. all that effects. Yeah, I think I you do, said formal schooling. Yeah, okay. I do believe that those effects come out of formal schooling, which is not cool, which should be given attention to, yeah. you know. But. It's not saying that formal schooling is all and bad. It, and it's not exactly the fault of formal schooling. Yeah, rather a, the system that people adhere to. Uh, or in pe- the perception yeah. in, to begin with. 
Yeah. The system exists because of the perception, and the, perce- and the, and the, perception, and the perception exists because, because of the system, system. So and then the system back, exists because of the it's perception. Back to a, it's chicken and <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but then you know, in 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 the f- in the first place, if we a could, circle has no beginning, if you could eliminate that factor, mm. then formal schooling will get rid of that factor, yeah. which will you know, and a new problem will problems be will arise. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, really? it's not like there's any. There's no, such, there's no such thing. Yeah, as no problems in uh, anything. Yeah, yeah. But but the thing is that the problem th- there is the problem where when you're talking about homeschooling, homeschooling, people are going to compare. People are going to go, which one's better? And a f- definite guide, one size fits all measurement, which is not true. Different situation is better for different people in different situations. You yeah. know, different solutions, different problems need different solutions. And thus, there's no such thing as one thing that fits everything. For some people, formal schooling is the best. Imagine people who do not have any access to education, you know, who have their environment, everyone's illiterate. Formal schooling have helped solve I mean, uh, an Ill- back, illiteracy. Back in the... Yeah, exactly yeah. what I was going to say. So, like, back in those days when not many people are well-educated, yeah. how do you expect the, the not well-educated to educate Mm-hmm. The people. The people. Yeah. So, if you have you know a place where these well-educated people can educate, then you know one thing I find interesting though is that in in Malaysia, there is a time when illiteracy was v- very very low, even in commoners. You know, yeah. Some people believe no because they take the Western Oriental concept of it. Yeah. But no, we had a very low count of illiteracy. So like people from outside talk about how capable our how intellectually and is, acad- academically able our people the are. Thing is that so we, when did that drop happen? I think the th- the thing is that we used to already have uh, an education system. Yeah. That, mm. Like it's not probably not a systemized yeah. this universal system, like, it's, yeah. but it's an education institution yeah. that already exists in the culture. Yeah, but then like, how the, did the illiteracy suddenly rise? Be, be, and then maybe because of the formal institution, the the introduction of the formal institution. It's not something we're, we're used to, uh-huh. and not really catered for us. It was no, 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 no. Illiteracy is not being able to read in the first place, read or speak, like you know, write. Sorry, read or write. You know. So I yeah, but like I feel like it could be because of the introduction of outside values which uh-huh. aren't exactly accustomed to us. Uh-huh. And then a drop happens. And then a drop happens from there. Yeah. It's so not it that starts then to deteriorate oh, from there. Wait, 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 hold a second, hold a second. In the first place, the inclusion the introduction of like a modern school is exclusivity. Yes. That's that's So at its root at its core the system in the first place was, was built, exclusive. Yeah, I'm not sure if this is where we want to venture into in this episode. We could go <laughs> in another episode, perhaps. Um, but anyway, so yeah. I think point point given. So yes, understood. So yeah, formal education does help help end illiteracy. Perhaps there could be a better system of formal education, but it does have that plus. Yeah. you know, not to negate the good positive effects of formal schooling how many great scholars we have that are born out of formal education I mean uh, oh parents are born out of formal schooling you know I myself have um, been getting into formal education Mm -hmm. recently so not school but university definitely education yeah formal education institution and it does help me a lot in the sense that when it's being taught in Mm -hmm. a formal education manner they um it helps me to see things when things are arranged linearly mm. so I can see things better because sometimes yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, it's hard for me to grasp certain yeah. things. I can grasp other things but not yeah. that thing. Because sometimes you learn things either A, intuitively or like by collecting many yeah. pieces. So you know this feel but you do not know it in this very organized, arranged manner. So sometimes, yeah, yeah. So when it's formalized yeah. in that way, yeah, it arranges it, it. arranges things. Yeah. Sometimes it, you know, it, you need a good, healthy mix of both. Yeah. So I think. I mean, that would I think like for example when we were taking our end of school test exam thing, 
which we needed to learn it from the syllabus because you know we need to follow that syllabus there were moments when we were like very confused with this, these things and then people are like like the teachers and the you know other people who were there like like oh you know don't you know this thing and then they're like giving us like the linear first introduction arrangement then we're like oh it's those things and then we see it in such a broad aspect and then sometimes we, uh, already out of the yeah. syllabus and they're like no 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 don't go there <laughs> you know that's like it is still yes. part of it but it's not part of the syllabus yes so <laughs> like when we know from our non-formal education from our homeschooling method we get to learn a lot mm-hmm. sometimes a lot more but with if we are not careful of it which we were not because we didn't see it we may not have arranged it linearly which may have messed it up a bit mm-hmm. Then when we have this formal education, like you know, we as in like you, yeah. and like saying speaking for you right now, then when you have this formal education, things are arranged linearly. So you have all this information you already have, you get to arrange them in these proper folders. Then you see them clearer. Yeah. And thus, actually, these two come hand in hand. Yes. They help each other out. So so which again goes. So there's no such thing as one better or the other. You so know? Uh, that's why I feel like it. It is something that you should have a healthy mix mm. of you know, manage it. Thus, even if you are formal schooling, you need, because, you can still, still, out of your school, because the thing is that, we, not, myself Mm. included, all my sisters, Mm -hmm. um, when they were at school, when you were at school Mm -hmm. and such, when you got home, you still learn, at home, from our mother, herself, or, or like from from books. Yeah, yeah. Or so you still do that homeschooling. Yeah. That's why I think that's why going switching to homeschool yeah. wasn't much of a drastic change. It was drastic for me. It is drastic, but then yeah. not as much not as it would have been if we did not yeah. if you did not face It wasn't drastic in the sense of like our education. It was drastic yeah. emotionally. Emotion, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh the whole environment and yeah, such. But like in the sense of education yeah. you could you could it wasn't that bad. Like for example if, if if the, the school is um there's a sudden holiday, I think mm. you will Yeah, we fine. still learn. Yeah, you still learn. I mean when 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 we have holidays we still learn. At home. So um, we rarely have there's, like there's a not much of a yeah yeah so yeah even if you are formal schooling mm. you do having that non formal and like, it might have been the, the reason why it, I do think it is probably most probably the reason why you could um, you were a bit too fast with the probably syllabus probably because, because you know, still we learn at home, yeah so not just during the school hours yeah. so you know school hours is like basically yeah. almost half the day yeah. So that's why you already reached yeah. the end by a- April, which and, is and half. point. Parents basically. do need to be ve- uh, parents or guardians, you know, do need to be very, very participative in yeah. the the children's education. Like that's a very important point for children to be able to grow holistically, you know, because if you're formal schooling, to have that out of school schooling is very cool, mm-hmm. and if you're homeschooling, to have that touch of formal education style is also cool so yeah those two things come hand in hand another point i think which is very important to important highlight. to highlight is that one problem with formal schooling which is undeniable is the exam oriented study method and environment yeah which yes it exists to a measure because school yes is for you to learn but it's also undeniable that it's also for you to be able to uh, get employed yeah you know and people wanting to employ they like to have things measured quantitatively because it will if, quantitative, you, know, if you, were, you were to take things uh, from in the sense of uh, convenience wise mm-hmm. it is more convenient to have that Mm. being sorted first before you yeah. call them for an interview yeah. because there's too many there's too many yeah. so um, in the first place it's very yeah. good to have that and so that's why they have these exams to measure how good you yeah. are and in the short uh, view of like just schools it's also to measure whether you have studied enough for the year can you advance to the next stuff you know etc do you need extra help in this yeah. field in this yeah. subject however some time in time it has become a you only study for the exams instead of the exams measures how well you're yes. studying 
and that just defeats the purpose of the education. Yeah, yeah. and because also, you no longer exactly sometimes. I mean, taking my my mm. my own experience when I took my exams, I actually really forgot quite a lot of things. <laughs> I like. I kn- because some of the things I already know, but then yeah. I forgot the the thing, the the exact detail, detail of like, thing of yeah. yeah. Right. Because I learned those things. You I only I learned, learned for that. from just for the exam, yeah. and not because I was learning. Yeah. Like the things that I I learned, some of the things I learned, I do still yeah. remember. But then at the same time, there's quite a lot yeah. of things that kind of just part goes away. Yeah, I mean because I think the things that when you no longer study to learn, you just you no longer learn full stop. Yeah. Because when the desperation is to pass exams, then you your aim okay. If your aim to study is to learn, you would be looking for the best way to learn. So you'd be looking for the best way for you to know more stuff, the best way for you to you know grow your knowledge, etc. But when your focus is on passing exams, you'd be looking for the best way to pass the exams, which is not often learning. Sometimes learning can okay is this too controversial i think not exams sometimes sometime in time we arrange exams in certain ways i think it's because like because of that whole quantitative approach yeah. they want like the teachers want exact ways or like the people who mark the exams want exact ways to mark these papers they want exact wrong right exact you know, they do not want... Very, a very objective system. Yes. So when they cr- in creating that objective system, objective systems cannot work for everything. You know, there are subjective questions. But when you want to objectify that subjective question, you create very rigid rules which, to score your exam. Yeah. Which means that sometimes, even if you know more, it either A, doesn't mean that you would be getting a higher mark, or B, you'd you be getting be a lower mark. Yeah. Take, for example, in my math questions, my math tests, I often had problems when I had to do, like, you know, formal learning. I often had problems because I m- calculate my work in the formula that is it's not, not what they want. Yeah, it's you not know? the one that's taught. Not just not that's the one that's taught, not the one that they want in that thing, yeah. you know? Say, for example... They want me to look for something because they want me to, they want to see what they want to measure is whether I can do it in this way. If I do it in a different way, even if I get the answer, even if it is simpler, simpler or perhaps better, I'm not saying it is better, but even if it is better, even if it shows that I have a higher grasp for mathematics, it is not what they want because of the objectified system. Change the question. We want to know if you're good at making this, this specific. Then they would say that this is a, a lower f- education, tier of education, you know. Because you're supposed... They are like, you're supposed to be able to think out... Okay, here's the thing. That was a problem, you know. Then some people in the education system realize that that's a problem. That's why they created the high-oriented skill. High order. High order thing, thinking skill, thinking. is it? Yes. Yeah, okay. Kabat. You know, <laughs> so they created that system. This is a Malaysia thing, you know. Like, sorry, if if they created the system to see to to make you think out of the box. In this method, they do not explicitly instruct you to do something. They encourage you to think out of the box to come up with your own interpretations. Yes. To define it your own way. However. You're the people who are marking the papers are like, okay, but then how do we huh. mark this? Yeah. Then they try to objectify that even more subjective question and it becomes even more confusing, you know? It's, it's like in one of the subjects, <laughs> some, something about how, how uh, the definition of certain categories mm-hmm. which are like, for, for example, I'll mm-hmm. just pick uh, as an, an example, like um, part of nature... Uh, on land nature Okay um, We could have like uh, Deers and uh-huh. horses Alright But not trees Because trees are part of like Plants Ah So you can't put them as Yes land Because yes. when they want to Yes um, See know, how confusing that was? Yeah that's how confusing <laughs> it is <laughs> Because when they want to uh, un- uh, like, you know, Mark the paper Is this considered as a land mm. nature or a plant? Let's just mm. put it as plants But the yeah. student should know that it's plants yeah. Not, not, land ni- not yeah. like land So you have to learn these Unstated rules. Yeah. 
you know? So, yeah. So, all of that, A, defeats the purpose of learning, and B, sometimes it is more frustrating, and so, because you don't see the joy in learning, so, but then you, le- you learn that this is learning. Mm-hmm. And when that's not fun, you don't want to learn anymore. Even the non, non-exam-oriented learning, you know? So, yeah, that becomes a problem, which is not cool, you know? It, another, I think, issue is the... Yeah, yeah. I think that's... I that's, think that's... Yeah, that's it. That's so long. <laughs> I think we can make another topic where we discuss about exams. Yeah. That's interesting, you know? Make sure to leave your thoughts and ideas in the comment section. If oh. you feel like Yun wants to know a bit more about homeschooling, you can also ask that because we've been asked a lot of questions about homeschooling and... We're kind of used to answering <laughs> This is more like a, a general introduction to homeschooling. Yeah. The many types of homeschooling, how we homeschool specifically, not like how you should homeschool because mm. that depends on your case. As we've just mentioned, but yeah. how... All subjective too. and also like the difference that we see in homeschool versus formal school from what we've experienced or seen like see seeing seen, experience yeah, yeah. from our experience perhaps. yeah well yeah from our experience or what we witnessed and see to clarify that it shouldn't be a one size fits all solution and it also shouldn't be a one is absolutely better than the other. Or it should be totally, or like, uh, and and also, it shouldn't be uh it should be totally this or totally that. Yeah, homeschooling has become a hot topic because of COVID. Yeah, it has. Yeah, and people are like, "How do you homeschool?" The best thing to learn is that learn from our what our parents, specific more to our mother did. Yeah. Learn from trial and error, and hope that. <laughs> It doesn't cost your child's because, life. Because the thing <laughs> is that, you know, as long as you do not do something too drastically <laughs> bad, you have, if you're starting, if homeschool, the homeschooling thing is starting from like, you know, when the mm. child is small, you have, um, I say, 15 years. Yeah. The, 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 the most important part to know about teaching and learning is to know that learning is not about um, how many how much multiplication can you memorize how many elements on the it's more to how you could apply the things yes that you learn yes because that shows that you actually understand yes it's about understanding yeah 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 one one thing that people oh I hate trivia questions people often go to you like okay you're a smart kid here's a trivia question trivia question doesn't mean you are smart you know it just means you memorize things yeah not saying that high memorization skills doesn't mean show uh, level of intelligence. intelligence perhaps it does you know or, or that memorization is not important because memorization yeah. is important for it's a lot just of that that's not how you measure you should have it's about how it's, you understand i mean that's that's the thing about and how, how items are supposed to what items are supposed yes. to be in the first place is yes. how, how you, you memorize it uh, how you memorize and then how you understand it and how you could apply it I think, I think how you understand first, then you memorize. Yeah, yeah. Understand. You know, mm. Me- understanding you under- you should understand if you if you memorize the multiplication table first, then you understand the concept. Yeah. It's a bit yeah uh, counterintuitive. So you need to understand the concept behind the multiplication. Then you then you can memorize, memorize the multiplication. Then you, you apply can just it. Get, yeah. Then you apply to it to when you want to say how many clocks mm. are there, and there's like three boxes mm. of ten clocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening and uh, to us ramble up to this point. Yeah. So I think this is one of one of the most rambling, not not the most, but one of the most rambling episodes. Our previous episode was very rambling. Yeah. Much more rambling than this one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I am very, very, very passionate about education. So if you guys want to have a talk about education, please be my guest. Be our guest. I love education. Like, I love academics for myself and I feel like education is such an integral part of society which needs to be discussed more often, you know? Which is probably why one of my biggest role model and the person who inspires me all the time is He played such a big role in our formal education system. Even even though he was the one who, like, did the whole exam thing, which is one thing that I'm complaining about, I, like, read into 
his idea, his concept of why he did it and everything. And all of them are positive things. And he believed in the concept of the importance of homeschooling. Like mm. not in the sense of like, like to homeschool and not go to formal school. school. Yeah. But like for parents sc- to teach. The education, the, when you have education at school and then also have the education yes. at home. Yeah. It, he's like talking about how important it is for parents to have taught children in the first place. In Before fact, he believes that by the time you go to school, you're supposed to be able to read already by then. Yeah. He's like schooling is not so much of learning educationally in that sense you know it is more to like to have like that more systematic that's thing. the thing uh, and uh, also to like have that social environment that's Ooh. the thing schooling f- as a method of learning how to read is something a long time ago like it's not it should mm. not be something that mm. is still practiced yeah. today schooling because has nowadays, become a clutch nowadays the parents have already went to school yes. and have already learned yes. how to read back then yes. the parents haven't yes. went to school and not like read. saying like in specific yeah, 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 yeah just in general in general yeah. yeah so nowadays it's already I mean yeah. perhaps if there are certain special cases there are there are not yeah. special cases there are like, in, you yeah, know that's you know, fortunately like, yeah. yeah so in those cases then yes yeah. accommodate those cases but you can't generalize to mm. everyone schooling has become a crutch it has become this thing where the, which parents or guardians lean on to and depend on and then you know they, yeah. they, they it's like a drop it done they don't you know yeah yeah anyway bye <laughs> bye <laughs> thanks for tuning yeah, in you know and leave us an, either a comment or an audio message or and be like, sure to follow us on our social media and such yeah, yeah. and see you guys next time bye